Hey, hey, welcome to LDS Transitions. Hope you're doing well. Uh, today is, goodness, I think today is the 18th. Yep, sure enough. Today is September, Friday the 18th. And it is year 2020. And I'm still here. <laughs> so... I was listening to an interesting podcast between RFM, Radio Free Mormon, and Sean McCraney. And, you know, Sean never really interested me a whole lot because it's like, I don't want the whole evangelical stuff, you know. It's like, if the Mormon church isn't true, then obviously no other religion's true. It's interesting from... uh, their conversation is it seems like Sean McCraney's actually gone away from the evangelical side now don't let me put words in his mouth um that's the impression I got he does have doctrine that he goes by um but it's very broad and it's uh, not real finite and kind of the overall impression I got from him is that kind of a, his view of like the Trinitarian, the Trinity and, and a lot of doctrinal views such as tithing and stuff um, really limits you and doesn't let you get to your authentic self and is a religious institution by man and not um, not of God per se and granted you know go listen to it for yourself listen to Sean McCraney and give your own views you know mine are limited and minuscule but that's kind of my perception and the reason why I bring it up is a lot of my views are I have no idea if there's a God but the narrative of a God doesn't make sense in so many ways Um, where Sean McCraney's I think point of view is an interesting one in that it seems to throw out the religion and the dogma and keep the spirituality and is Christ-centric. It got me thinking, what if I took the text of the Book of Mormon and just deleted all the parts that I didn't like and maybe, like, change it to that's more inspirational or uplifting? Not that I'd ever read that text or adhere to it or, you know, consider it as doctrine or that it's going to bring me closer to God. But it'd just be interesting to see how much I get rid of. The Book of Mormon itself, you know, you think about the peoples in the water, going to the waters of Mormon, or those that, you know, accept Christ and are baptized and and whatnot, which, you know, this is all before Christ came. They know Christ by, you know, calling him the Christ, and I think they even call him Jesus, I don't remember for sure, Um, but they're doing baptisms before, Um, I don't don't even know if the Bible was doing baptisms in the time that they were, Um, so anyway, Um, because I want to say that's before King Benjamin but I may be wrong. So, anyway, 
but my whole uh, perception's kind of interested or intrigued on the spirituality, and so I'm going to do more research on Sean McCraney's podcast and thoughts. It might open a, a door for me as far as having a spirituality basis of Christ uh, to some degree, you know. Because um, if you can throw out a lot of the Bible stuff, right, um, you know, that Christ came to fulfill, you know, and a lot of it seems to be myth rather than truth, per se, um, from the Old Testament, you know, you don't have polygamy, um, LGBTQ, I don't think was an issue, I think people have taken that out of context to find a way to be bigoted towards people, um, you know, it's like, if it is so important to, to marginalize people, I would think Christ would have said, hey, stay away from this group of people or that group of people. But yeah, we don't see that. We saw him being with all kinds of people, right? Was he not with um, the lepers? Was he not with an adulteress? Was he not with the poor and the meek? Etc. You know, was he not with the fishermen? I mean, was being a fisherman an esteemed, you know, high-ranking white-collar job, right? Um, so I don't know enough about the culture back then, but to me, to be a fisherman, you know, is that similar to being a fisherman nowadays? And we see people that are fishing, um, you know, you don't see your politicians out on a fishing boat, you know, necessarily, unless it's like some extravaganza or going up to catch salmon, you know, as a holiday. But for a career or a living, it's hard work, right? Um, it's hard work being on a boat. It's hard work being a fisherman. Um, and Christ was among them. That's that's who he chose. So, hmm. That's an interesting thought, right? Was he with the... Did he go and choose the local bishop, right? It seems to me that he may have chosen people that were humble and meek, hard workers. And wasn't all about the dogma of the time, the, the doctrine. So, something to that's kind of been on my mind is where is spirituality going to go, you know? And I'm not saying, hey, I'm born again. I don't know that <coughs> I necessarily believe in, in God as far as having a, a name or that he lived here on earth or that... Um, there's a Heavenly Father, per se. I don't know that there's a Heavenly Mother. Um, it does feel more right that that God's more of a spirit-type entity or something we don't see, something we don't understand. And yeah, I kind of think of a podcast I was listening with Bill Rill, and 
And we talked about the the mushrooms or the fungi and and how it uh, communicates throughout the forest and and sends nourishment and stuff, which I've read in other places. You know, he he and I may have been listening to Joe Rogan, right? A similar podcast, but uh, anyway. So I, you know, having a transition, you you leave yourself open to a lot of things. It's not that I don't discount stuff. I just don't know what truth is, so I have to look inside my soul and and see what kind of feels right to me. And I think it's interesting how so much dogma, doctrine just doesn't feel right that we've based our lives and we've kind of pigeonholed ourselves to a given truth, if you will, but without any real substance there. And it seems like after a transition, or maybe I'm still considered going through a transition, um, well, yeah, I'd say it's always going to be a progress, right? Because when do you know when you arrive when you don't have a, a... the foundation from your old narrative, you know. My old foundation was, oh, trust in the prophets, and if they don't know, then, you know, it's not meant for us to know right now, and trust in God, right? So, anyway, I hope you all have a great weekend. I'm watching people pick pumpkins that are going to go to market. Uh, It's a beautiful, clear evening. There's a little bit of wind. Uh, it's a Friday evening, and you know, hey, gotta enjoy the little things. Gotta enjoy the moments. You know, you got that cool breeze. You've got the fall weather starting up. Had a decent temperature this morning, but in the evenings and mornings, it's cool. You've got these nice pumpkins coming out, and you see them laying in the field. It's pretty awesome. Uh, so you got to enjoy the, the small moments. You've got to enjoy the, the beauty. You know, I had a good day at work. I got a lot done. You know, I'm on task for a lot of things and, you know, more things that I've got build up and, and it's good. I don't know how tomorrow or Sunday will be because it's always a trigger Sunday for me. Last week was great because... My nephew had his uh, farewell talk. Not that it was great, but it was great because we could eat popcorn and watch it on our couches. And uh, it was wonderful. Um, you know, so enjoy the, enjoy the beauty in your life. I'm fortunate to have, you know, beautiful kids in my life. I'm fortunate to have... A family that's got a traditional structure, if you will, and that's probably bad to say because what's traditional, what's right, you know. The narrative I grew up with was, hey, two parents, but having two parents that are struggling together, it's going to put a wear on the family, right? So right now, things are good, but I don't know what tomorrow will be or Sunday. Uh, There's always little stressors, always little things that are keeping us 
busy, tied down, stressed, and and it is what it is. But I do know that at the end of the line, when it comes to my wife's beliefs, they're not shifting. Um, so status quo right now, hey, it's wonderful. I can enjoy it. Ten minutes from now, it may not be that case. So I've got to enjoy what I can and try to center myself and consider, hey, what, I, what am I doing to help protect, you know, my wife and her feelings and support her, but also protect myself, right? Because there is going to be a point where I can't go forward. I know the writing's on the wall. Um, if I had funds right now, I, I would be having that talk with my wife of, hey, look, it's time for me to be able to transition more in my own beliefs, to feel comfortable in my own skin, to not wear garments, to not pre give off an illusion of uh, supporting a fallacy, you know, in my view. But, yeah, I won't say it that way. Um, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be out the door for sure. But, anyway, be kind. Enjoy the day and be safe. If you need help, get help. Um, you're not alone in this. You may feel like you're alone. And sometimes we are going to be alone. But reach out. There are resources out there. And uh, take care of yourself. Care for yourself. Treat yourself good. Right? You deserve it. You're worth. So, you know, and I say this to myself as well. Right? Because I need it too. But have a great weekend. Take care.